Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I'm joined by Queen PR and Krista B from Those Wrestling Girls. Hi. Hey! Yeah, so this is actually a very special episode because not only is this the first episode that I've had two people guesting at the same time, but this is actually going to be our first episode on YouTube for O-Face Wrestling, so this is uh, pretty exciting. Oh my god, I didn't even know that. That that's yeah, so, so dope. Yeah, it is very dope. We uh we had some technical difficulties and we tried doing it a few weeks ago, so we've been delaying it. But yeah, I'm excited that uh you two are gonna be the first on this episode and it should be fun. Oh, that just means so much. Oh my gosh. I can't yeah, so, believe we're the first up here. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh let everyone know who's uh watching or listening to this episode. Uh let them know a little bit about your channel. Uh, you wanna go, P? Sure. Uh, so Krista and I uh, have been lifelong wrestling fans, and we were inspired by the women's evolution going on the last two or three years. And every time we got together, oh, we worked together in other capacities, but every time we got together, all oh, we would talk about was wrestling. <laughs> uh, and then we were like, we should start a blog. And then we were like, mm, let's just do a podcast, because Krista already has a really cool blog. Um, and then we just kind of just started recording like on our phone and then we, it just kind of grew some more and, um, it's called those wrestling girls. And we talk about women wrestling and all of the, all that comes with that. And, um, you can find it on YouTube and on Spotify and, um, Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> and we love interacting with people on social media, which is where we met you. Um, so yeah, we're glad to be on the, on your show now. Yeah, and it's uh, really awesome to have you on. Um, and me, personally, I am a big fan of women's wrestling, as anyone who follows me on Twitter can see, and you all are my number one source when, um, when I need to listen to anyone talk about women's wrestling or get the, you know, the scoop on what's going on. I definitely check out your all page. So today we're going to be talking about um, the state of the women's division. This is actually part two, because back in June, uh, PR, you joined me on my um, podcast, and we talked about, you know, what was going on in the women's division at the time. And uh, just like a little recap, well, we both were a little bit disappointed in what was going on, because that was shortly after WrestleMania, about two months, and things weren't really looking too well. I mean, that was when they first introduced the wild card rule, and they were just overexposing the same wrestlers, and it was taking away opportunities. Like, we were not seeing Ember Moon or Liv Morgan, Naomi. We were not seeing them on TV. It was Becky Lynch, Bailey, Alexa Bliss, like the same three girls, three to four girls on TV constantly. And at the same time, them tag titles, they were not being utilized properly. Because I know in general that me and you were both really upset that they took the titles off Sasha Banks and Bailey in general. But then the Iconics, they were more of a comedian act than a, actually a serious tag team. And then, like, the final thing was, like, the Becky Lynch title run was, you know, pretty boring. I mean, it, it wasn't because of Becky. It was because of the WWE booking. A feud with Lacey Evans wasn't something that we were really that stoked about. Mm -hmm. But ever since then, a lot of things have changed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of things have changed. And we'll go through that as we get through the episode. But the first thing I want to talk about, and um, it wasn't something I was actually planning on talking about up until recently, but one of the hot topics going around in wrestling right now is Ric Flair is trying to get money from WWE for Becky Lynch being called the man. How do y'all feel about that situation? Um, 
you know what? <laughs> I feel like Ric Flair needs to sit down. Yes. I, I was going to, I don't know if I can curse on here because you already know it was right at the tip of my tongue. I'm not going to curse though. But yes, he does need to sit down. I feel like he, he had his run. Like, I know that his motto was to be the man, you got to beat the man or whatever, but he was really known for wheeling, dealing, you know, jet limousine riding, jet flying. Like, he never really used it, to my recollection, never really used the man to the extent that Becky Lynch is using it as. So it's just like, why are you getting upset now? Like, your time has come and gone. Your daughter is in it. You have them, you classify them as the four horsewomen, and you knew, like, everybody's going to go off and do their own thing. So if Becky Lynch wants to be coined the man, let her. Why would you sue the company? Like, why would you sue WWE? Because at the end of the day, you had that quote-unquote title before you even joined WWE. So why sue them? It's, it's mm. just a regular saying to me. The man, that's it. I can say I'm the man. Peace yeah, the man. everyone calls Dick's himself the man. the man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to think that, I just think that's just so lame. And I never thought I would think something Ric Flair did was lame. But it just seems like a sore loser type of vibe. Like, I see this young woman getting over with this phrase that, I mean, when I do think of the phrase and when I defend the phrase, I do bring up Ric Flair. But to really try to, like, take money out of her pocket when she's the one that made that phrase a thing, like... I like, think that's what it is, because she made it a thing. Not Yes, show it again, please, show it again. This because is, this is the, man. the man Funko. I feel like it's exactly. because she made it a thing and not um he make him making it a mm-hmm. thing during that time, but it wasn't needed during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but during the other time, issue with that needed. the the issue is though he never was called the man. He used the phrase the you know the be the man you have to beat the man. He never was right you know, known as the man Ric Flair. He was the nature boy Ric Flair. Exactly. Now if she was going right, to exactly nature boy, the nature girl, right, have a problem. But exactly. you were known as the man Ric Flair like that. You weren't billed as that. Like, yeah, you coined the term to be the man. You got to be the man, yes. But to really say that Becky is taking your intellectual property is, to me, it's like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah like let much. someone get over like your like your time has come and gone. Let you know, and this is like your daughter's best friend too. Like, yeah. let her get over and let her have her spotlight. I think that's you know just a very selfish thing to do. And I know that you know some wrestlers like Ric Flair have that ego. Like I know Hulk Hogan was the same way. They you know they only care about themselves, and it's it's just sad because you know Becky Lynch worked her butt off to get to where she is now and she got over organically you know wwe didn't shove her down our throat to get her over and just let her have her you know moment of fame you know like if he really wants money that bad he you know he does meet and greet often which is cool you know don't try to get money a cheap way like that agreed you know just my opinion honestly yeah, just so it just looks real desperate for him. Is the That's women's what I tag titles. 
I'm sorry, Jacob. Yeah, it does look pretty desperate. I was saying uh, next I want to start talking about the, the women's tag titles. Um, at the time when we and you did that first episode, you know, like I said, they, you know, weren't really being booked well. Now they're on the, the waist of both uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. And I think that's been, you know, a great thing for these titles. Uh, how do you feel about these two holding these titles right now? Go ahead, um, can you go first? <laughs> I like it be- only because they're getting shown on TV. They're getting defended. And there have been pretty decent matches coming out of it. However, I was never a fan of putting another belt on Alexa Bliss. I feel like she's one of those, like, overexposed people. But then I also get it because she's, like, pretty good at everything. Um, and then I like Nikki Cross. So I, you know, I complain about things when they first happen. And then as they go along, I'm like, okay, I'm okay with this. I love that Nikki Cross is getting all this shine, too. Um, and they're getting defended. I mean, at this point, after the Iconics, that's all we can ask for. <laughs> Hello. That's what I'm saying. Like, we all know how I felt about the Iconics. And if you don't know, go back to watch those Wrestling Girl episodes to figure it out. Um, I'm not opposed, nor am I upset that Nikki Cross or Alexa Bliss have the title belts. Because like P said, they're getting defended. They're seen every week on TV. And it's definitely a step up from where it came from. I really wish that Sasha Banks didn't denounce them the way that she did. <laughs> Um, but it plays well into what she's doing, but I'm, I'm good. Like, I wouldn't even know who I would give the title belts to next. Um, if it was me, I would definitely try, like, fire and desire. But other than that, I'm good with it right now. Yeah, I think the fire and desire are going to be the next challengers. I know they did pin the champs on SmackDown. It was either SmackDown or Raw, so it looks like they're going to be in the next challengers. I don't know if they'll actually be throwing them right now. I, you know, I think what on uh, Nikki and Alexa, they got a good thing going right now. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping for like a really good storyline with these two. I think this will turn into a rivalry between Nikki and uh, Alexa when it's all said and done. That's what I'm hoping for. Yes, but I was I was really excited at the fact that of them winning these titles in general, like you mentioned, more TV time because they were being showcased on TV every single week, and that's good mm-hmm. for these titles because you need to establish details are still pretty new and I want to see them on TV. I want to see them being defended. You know, just right now, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of like alliances right now in the women's wrestling. I mean, you do got Sasha and Bailey. They have an alliance now, but I don't see them going after these titles right now. They're doing their, you know, SmackDown winning the title and Raw in the title scenario. But I, I'm really excited to see where they go with, with these titles. I mean, Alexa and Nikki, I, I like, they have pretty good chemistry together too. I mean, they, they're pretty entertaining and it's just, it's nice seeing them do something with Nikki, you know, you know, more so than Alexa because Nikki has always been a very underutilized talent. Like even in NXT when she was with the, um, the what were they called that, that faction um, with Eric Young and Sanity, Sanity. Oh, Sanity. Right, yeah. right, right. I love Lord, her I was thinking in, something you know, else. Group. Me too. I actually really liked this. Especially when she debuted. That was dope. When she debuted on yeah. the main But yeah, it's nice seeing them do something with her and all. I'm just like, you know, I'm glad they took them titles off the Iconics. I like the Iconics and I was expecting them to win them titles at some point in time, but they did not build them up. It was just a really random title win and 
they they weren't showcasing them on TV when they were. It was like silly skits, like with local wrestlers. They were squashed, and so it was kind of devaluing the those titles. Try being at WrestleMania and actually witnessing them win, and the crowd just like it's like somebody died. The energy level went down. It was not good at all. It was like. Why would they give it to the iconics of all people? Like why? Like we get their exactly. tag team, but they were not deserving of those titles at that time. Every year at WrestleMania, WWE likes to throw us a swerve and have something random happen, and it's always something kind of dumb. Like I know a few years ago, they they randomly had like Zack Ryder win the IC title, and then he lost it the next day. They always just like to surprise us, and it usually is some a surprise that we don't want. Yeah, or like when Braun teamed with that little kid. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to win them titles by himself. And then he has right? like, yeah, <laughs> So next up, I want to talk about Trish Stratus. You know, um, her coming back was a really big surprise. And, you know, you know, it being the SummerSlam being in Toronto, you know, kind of made it, okay, this is probably why they did it, but Trish Stratus came back and she looked good in the ring. Do you think that we're going to see her again sometime within the you know next year? I would like to. Um, even though people already pegged this as her farewell match or whatever against Charlotte, she never really said it was. But she didn't say it wasn't either. But I would really like mm-hmm. to see Trish Stratus come back again and come back 10 times, 20 times, 30 times better. Yes, she's a mom, you know. Her body is not the same as it was before. And I feel like she has to redeem herself a little bit. So I wouldn't mind seeing Trish come back. Uh, I can see her coming back, like, for, like, surprises or, like, special episodes. But I feel like they're going to save her wrestling for, like, big stuff, like Evolution or to go against Charlotte in Canada or something like that. But I I think she's always going to be around, you know. Yeah, me too. I just, like, there's still a lot of dream matches I want to see with her. And I feel like, you know, she still can go and women's wrestling has, you know, hit its peak. You know, why not do more with her? You know, like, I want, I still want to see that big dream match between her and Sasha. Like, that's a dream match I never knew I wanted until they had that moment at the Royal Rumble two years ago. Yeah. Especially if Sasha Banks is a heel now, you have to capitalize on that. And then another match I've been wanting to see, I didn't think we were to get it when Sasha came back and turned heel, but I still want to see that tag match with uh, Trish and Lita teaming up the take on Sasha and Bailey. Now that Bailey's heel, we can actually do that match now. It I makes sense. Cause... I love that. Because she was so geeked. Uh, like, she was, Bailey was so like, oh my God, I'm, I love you guys so much. But then to have her face them and not give a fuck would be so cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> That P, I def- just said no cursing, P. I just said no cursing. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. We're uh, TV 14 over here. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> but, yeah, like, as speaking of the evolution, it doesn't look like we're going to get part two this which year. So which... But my thing is that how would they even peg it this year? Like, I get all these other women were here, but it's like, we had a lot of legends come back. Who would we have to come back this year? Like, they would really have to do it really, really well. Like, we don't have that many female legends 
And now that AEW is on, we really don't have any, like, female legends to come back. So how will they do it this year? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a legend or some big name like Ronda Rousey being there. Like, just let your current roster do it. You know, I mean, they don't have to go to a big stadium. I think that's one of the issues. They don't want to – they want to sell the tickets. You you could do uh, Evolution Part 2 at Full Sail University or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that having an all-women's, you know, pay-per-view is good enough for most of us, you know. I agree. I agree too, and, you know, but it's just oh, talk about like planning wise. Like, I don't think they planned last year. They planned it good because it's like it was like a not a one and only thing, but the way they planned it, it was needed for that moment. I wouldn't know how they would plan it this mm-hmm. year. To be honest, even with the main roster, like you, if you, I feel like I can count all the women on both my hands how many like on the roster, both SmackDown and Raw. Like, there's not enough. I see what you mean. Like, if they would have done better at keeping the momentum of the women's evolution after WrestleMania and had all these multiple feuds, like, really strong, and then announced the evolution, too, then I'll be like, okay, that makes sense. But I, I think I see what you mean now, because, like, without the legends, like, the matches, you have? the matches were mainly a mix of those things. Like, mm-hmm. the main event featured a part-timer, um the tag team with Sasha Banks and Bailey that like I don't know that's a good thing like that's a, another question like can the current women's division even carry a all women's pay-per-view and not to bring True. them down but I don't think that they can to be honest cuz half of the women are not here you do have NXT but I feel like if you call up those from NXT then the ones from full, like the ones who are training, training are going to be the ones in NXT because it's not, I don't think there's enough women in NXT either. Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, the other two. Um, the other K- two. Casey, yeah, the other two, forget them. Candice LeRae. K- yeah, Candice LeRae, Casey left. Like, who do you They got a, they, they have a lot of women down there. You just don't see them. Like they have um, Xavier Lee, I think that's her name. Um, Lacey Lane. Uh, they, they got the UK girls too. Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley. Oh, we saw Tony Storm at Evolution. We did. Yeah, she. It was her and um, uh, Ia Shirai, I believe. Yeah, for I think the, so. For she the seemed like a classic. person as a heel that I, it didn't even seem like that was the same person. Right, that we she was. Um, uh, evolution. Yeah, or takeover. Yep. Oh yes, we did see her takeover. Sorry, something just flew in my eye. Sorry. Now you good? But I heard a big reason too why they uh, didn't do it was because of Ronda Rousey not being able to be there because they didn't have that like huge mega mainstream draw. I mean, I'm a Ronda girl. You understand, but. Ronda Rousey does not carry everything. You can even bring Shayna Baszler up, and I feel like she would definitely carry on something because of how she is leading the women of NXT right now. I am not a Shayna Baszler fan. I am not a Four Horsewomen of UFC fan, in the words of people, the fake Four Horsewomen. I'm not that. But at the same time, it's like you have to do the hashtag give divas a chance or give them the chance all over again because you don't need to have a – a, a big name like Ronda Rousey to put butts in seats. 
Mm-hmm. Because honestly, she didn't um, help the ratings out as much as you know they thought it would. Because when they brought her in full time, I personally thought you know them ratings were to shoot up skyrocket. The everything was going to be getting sold out. And honestly, from what I was reading, though, the ratings really weren't moving up that much because of her. I, I don't know if she lost a lot of momentum when she, uh, you know, her undefeated streak ended in UFC because I think that that really killed her. Hmm. Because she, yeah, she went, went during down that two seconds. Yeah, because like WrestleMania 30, was it 31 that she had that moment with the rock and all? 31. She was on. Mm-hmm. Or 32. I think it no, was. No, I think it was 30. No, no, it wasn't 30. No, it was 31 because 30, he came out with Hogan and Austin. Yeah. So I think it was 31. 31, yes. 32. Yeah, that's when she was like on top of the world. But then after she lost, she was gone for a while, came back and lost again. I think she lost so much of that mainstream popularity. And when she came to WWE, people were like, oh, she's kind of demoting herself to something that's yeah. what people like to say fake, you know. So that didn't really, you know, help out. But now, like speaking of, we were just talking about like women in NXT. NXT is moving to USA in like a week and a half. And uh, it's going to be a two-hour episode instead of one hour. So what women from NXT that we don't see a lot on TV that you actually think uh, deserves more TV time now? All of them. No. Uh, yeah, it's hard to I would say all of them only because there's usually only one women feud at a time. So that just is. Let's have another one or two or three. Exactly. <laughs> they have been doing two lately because they had the whole um, Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler. Then they had the Io Shirai and Candice. So that was nice. Them seeing yeah, do nice. two feuds at a time. But now that they're, you know, have an extra hour, we can see that regularly. Like, let's see, like Dakota Kai, I think she's cleared. So now she can uh, get on some TV. Um who else? Like I mentioned, Lacey Lane. She's my, you know, she's my second favorite in NXT. I want to see her on TV a little bit more. Hopefully, uh, Tony Storm. She lost the UK Women's Title. Maybe she'll she be on. Did. Maybe she, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She did lose. She'd be great for like TV. She's also, such they, a great athlete. So yeah, and then Rhea Ripley's bat is on um, NXT now. Yeah, the whole uh, her Shane. Th- First of all, I thought they was about to get a scrapping right then and there in that ring. So mm-hmm. I would like to see more of the NXT UK girls come over too. Do you think we'll see someone from the main roster go to NXT now? Since it's not, since it's probably not going to be developmental anymore. It's probably going to be its own thing. Being you know on USA, is there any women from the main roster who don't you know? get utilized that what do you think would benefit from being on NXT? The icons could go back. Um <laughs> they're not going to <laughs> uh, mm, who else? I would love to see whenever this happens because you know my prediction came right once again. <laughs> Yo WWE needs to cut my check. But um I think that if say all the four horse women some way somehow come together either they turn heel they turn baby face they invade nxt mm. and and ronda rousey they they like shannon baszler and her three and then ronda music kids or she jumps out of the audience or whatever and it's like the four of them face to face in the ring it could be yeah, like yeah, an invasion cool around um, survivor series 
Now you're going to have three brands on back to back to back. Why not do a, a, a triple show invasion for Survivor Series? I want to see that. I've been saying that for years that they should have, you know, an NXT versus, you know, Raw SmackDown kind of thing for Survivor Series. I would revitalize Survivor Series because it's been a little dry lately. Like, just the concept. It has, yeah. It's hard rule, and there's really no exclusivity on the brands. And once Survivor Series comes around, I'm not going to care who wins. You know what I mean? But if it's like WWE versus NXT, then it's like, okay, now it's something. Yeah, like yes. WWE, Raw and SmackDown's on one team versus NXT, NXT UK on the next team. Yes, because they could do like a Triple H versus Vince McMahon kind of feud, you know, Triple H's people versus Vince's people kind of storyline, and that could lead to like a control of the company kind of thing. That'd be really cool. That'd be so good. I swear, we, me and P will be working the next day. We'll, we'll be we're in play for WWE the <laughs> next day. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, so now the last topic I want to talk about today, and this is the one I'm most excited to talk about, is Sasha Banks' return now. It's obvious that Sasha Banks' return definitely generated spark in the women's division, but there are some people, including myself, now this is just me being a big Sasha Banks fan and me being a little too excited. There's some people out there who's saying that Sasha Banks kind of save the women's division how do y'all feel about that comment um saved it no revitalized it yes um because honestly ever since becky won and then you know she lost the smackdown championship to um charlotte and charlotte took it from bailey at i mean bailey took it from charlotte at money in the bank whatever them two have literally been carrying it, but Becky, she went from being the nobody, and I said this in our upcoming Four Horsewomen episode, she went from being the nobody of the group to being to the top of the group. So for Sasha to come back, it just added yeah. that spark to it. Like, now I want to watch because Sasha and Becky are on TV, and it's not cool if one's not there and the other's, you know? I, I like to see both of them up there now, especially because they throw in chair shots like this in football. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen next. But for them to say Sasha saved the WWE, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, yeah. Was, like going back – oh, sorry, P. Well, I was just going to say I totally agree with Revitalize. I mean, she's made me more interested. I'm not going to lie. She made me way more intrigued and then – it was like a ripple effect because her coming back turned Bailey Hill. Her coming back brought Sasha, I mean, um, Charlotte and Becky back together. Like, it's going to be a ripple effect. I feel like that's going to spill over into the rest of the division. Um, mm -hmm. Saved is a strong word. I hate those kind of terms. Like, when people say, like, Ronda Rousey, like, made the women's division. Like, no, like, it's always been there. It's just there's certain sparks, like Chris has said, that make it, like, special moments, like, right now. But I think Sasha came back to her rightful place in a top spot with the other top female, Becky Lynch. Yes. Let's go. Absolutely. And uh, going back to what Krista said about Becky, she really did go from, you know, the nobody of the group to the top. Because even years ago when they were um, part of PCP, 
Paige even straight up told Becky that she was the least relevant of the of the three. She definitely did. And she and uh, Becky was the only one of the four horsewomen not to win that NXT women's title. So a lot of people, you know, did look at her as the going to be the one who was going to be, you know, the less successful on the main roster. Even I thought that, and I was, you know, I've always been a big Becky fan, but I thought she was going to have the least success because it was clear the way WWE booked Charlotte and um, Sasha that they were going to be the top two. And then even Bailey, like when she you know, got all that momentum in NXT and became women's champion. I was like, okay, this is going to happen on the main roster too. She's going to be that lovable character that's going to have that big, you know, chase and climb to the mountain. And she's going to be on top and Becky just going to be Becky, you know. And Becky just got over and it's, it's just because she's just that good. She's always been talented in the ring. But when they did that heel turn with her last year, you know, the fans ate it up. And then obviously, and Sasha Banks brought it up on a recent promo too, a big reason why um, Becky also got popular is because uh, Nia Jax busting her in the nose, you know, just because of that moment, that scene, you know, like same thing with Austin back in uh, 97. You know, just that all the blood, it just made for such a great segment and it, it made everything feel so real. And it made her look so badass too, you know. <laughs> You know, so, and then they started doing the whole, like, kind of, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of thing with Becky being the rebel and, you know, coming through the stands and all that. She really overcame a lot, and I have so much respect for her. My thing is, when I say, I, I like I said, it's just me being a big Sasha fan. It's like, I feel like the women's division was not doing well at all, not because of the women you know, weren't doing good enough. It was WWE booking. They just didn't seem like they cared too much, you know, like, me personally like I just did not you know care for the whole Becky Lynch you know having a boyfriend kind of storyline <laughs> I'm happy that her and Seth are together but it just wasn't a, I don't want to see Becky on TV with a boyfriend I want to see Becky on TV like punching someone in the face you know that's just not her character and how she's been booked you know and then like I mentioned just like the Lacey Evans storyline was kind of like it, it it was very underwhelming because Lacey Evans, like, I'm very familiar with NXT. In NXT, she did really nothing, you know. She never was in any major storyline. She never had a title picture. Then she comes to the main roster. She's strutting up and down the ramp every single weekend, and all of a sudden, she's, you know, facing the top. In the title position. Yeah, it just made no sense, and, you know, it just had no relevance to it for me. And, you know, and at the same time, you know, we saw Bailey and – Alexa Bliss storyline on SmackDown and that was a rivalry that they did a few years ago and it it sucked it was you know it was pretty bad so we had two storylines you know for these major titles that we weren't interested in they weren't doing anything with the women's tag titles and then Sasha Banks comes back and all of a sudden women's wrestling is the top focus you know we're seeing them open the shows they're ending the shows and it's just it's not that you know Sasha Banks saved the division. It's more so as WWE seems like they actually care more now. And part of it's probably too because of WWE 2K20 is coming out. You know, Becky's on the cover. They have to do something major with Becky. So this is it. And we're seeing so many great moments. I mean, Sasha Banks has been the talk of the division ever since she's come back. Like her week that she debuted, that's all people were talking about. The next week, all people are talking about is her telling, you know, Natty to go to hell and all that stuff. Tell her dad to see Sasha. I know it's for a cat. I, I know it's for a character, but I always say this on our show. 
That couldn't have been me. The Brooklyn to me would have came out and Sasha would have had no teeth. That's just me. But I mean, yeah, like it, it, it is, you know, it, it, controversial, you know, it, that stuff that we saw in the Attitude Era. And, you I know, love it. I'm loving it yeah. again. Like it's bringing back Attitude Era vibe. Yes, it's bringing yes. back, you know, what the division's been missing, but what I feel like now it's I feel like the focus is to be more on women, but the only way it can be more on women is if you have women writing for the women. As, you know, segregated as that may sound or, you know, separated, the men write for the men and they they can relate to the storylines and stuff. So the women need that same respect for women Mm -hmm. to be writing for the women creatively. The thing is, do we know officially if there is any women back in the creative team? There's no women in creative. No maybe, women. Maybe Dana Warrior, uh, writer, a couple months. Yeah, ago. I do I remember hearing know. her that she was doing something. I don't know. But yeah, I that mean, that would be nice. It's just like right now, creative wise, it's it, things have definitely gotten better. But I know in the past that they just had too many too many people back there and you know you had Vince McMahon changing things last minute constantly and they and he wasn't really wasn't even letting them do their job but yes I do think women right women would make sense honestly um hopefully we'll get that I mean maybe you two can put in an application and uh help out that division working on it (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else that you want to add about the Sasha Banks return just that um happy that it's happening because p and myself we're gonna be on monday night raw to see it go down oh my gosh can't wait for it like p when you sent me the picture it didn't hit me that that was happening this monday coming up at monday night raw until i saw your tweet i was like oh it's lit like oh my gosh i cannot wait yeah. My friend looking at me like, what? I said, listen, you got to be a wrestling fan to understand what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think people understand the the capacity that this is about to take the women's division. I don't think people yeah. understand that. And to see it in person, oh, my gosh, I feel like crying now about it. Right. Yeah, and that's the go-home show for Clash of Champions as well. Do you think uh, Clash of Champions is too early for Becky to drop that title? Yes. Definitely. I feel like they should have a, the much long, the most longest reign ever because of how they treated her in the beginning, of how she was, like mm-hmm. I said, the nobody or the bottom of the group. So I feel like she should just keep rocking with it. I just wish they would have carried on the Sasha and Natty storyline a little bit longer and had that match at uh, Class yeah, of Champions. And her and Becky for a little while longer, maybe till Survivor Series or something. But Natty's yes. elbow is dislocated, y'all. She's injured. She's like, rest- oh my god, I can't with that. She was wrestling uh, last week. Yes, she? And I get yes. it. She was wrestling last week. I get it. But now it's like you know, okay, now Sasha hyperextended it again, or whatever, or Bailey, whoever she fought, hyperextended it again. So now we have to write it out that she's actually injured, and yada yada yada. So they have to. I hate when they use it as fillers because we can't. We know mm-hmm. that it's fillers, but. If it works, it works at this point. Yeah, because I mean, it, it 
clearly like it was a filler at first just to set up a you know storyline of Becky but then I really thought they were to go through with an actual pay-per-view match which to me made sense because I don't want them to take the title off Becky right now but I don't want to see Sasha have all this momentum only to lose to Becky Listen, at if Sasha Champions. wins at Clash of Champions she's losing again on Monday Night Raw that's just what it is yeah, that's uh, Sasha Banks booking right there. Right, she can never true. have a title run at all. But we'll have to she see. can say I mean, she I'm have it to say it's in her, it's in the books to say that she got those titles. Mm-hmm. But that's technically about it. Yeah, we'll have to see. But um, unfortunately, you know, you know, that's just WWE booking. Sometimes, you know, we can't all get what we want. Right. But I think that wraps up our episode. I just want to thank you all again for joining me today. It definitely means a lot. And like I said, I know you all have a really busy schedule and it was it was really fun chatting with y'all. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no problem at all. And just to let y'all know, O-Face Wrestling, you can follow us on Twitter at O-Face Wrestling. And we're on Facebook. Just look us up. And, uh, yeah, we're um, definitely looking forward to hearing, you know, your feedback about our episodes, any ideas any topics that you want us to talk about let us know and also um we are looking to do more q a videos so definitely send in your all questions and let us know what you want to you know you want to ask us and thank you all again it was definitely a pleasure talking to you all thank you bye bye